forgive me if I'm breathing a little heavily on this one. I just got finished running because this dog low-key made me heat it. And she had extra laps that I ran with her. So she's a Maltese Shizu. So you can imagine keeping up with these long legs. She's tired. But I don't know who's more tired, me or her. But the point is, I guess more importantly, a thought process I had today, this morning, yesterday, is talking to some people, man, they're probably doing really, really well, right? And you got to think, in basketball, it was the same way, or whatever your sport is, you probably had that guy who, or girl who never really worked as hard as you or worked hard at all, but were just nice. Like, they had it, whatever it was. And in business, it can seem like that, too. Like, you work really hard, you work more hours, but someone may be quote-unquote winning whatever that winning metric looks like and some may say it doesn't matter about money doesn't matter about how many clients doesn't matter about their success you got to have some kind of winning metric right and I think if we're doing this full-time or have a desire to then yeah you want to do the best job you can for your trainees so you listen to books you look at new drills you learn how to be a better coach but there's also the business side of it too how many clients you have what's your revenue do you have profitable uh, months? Is your business cash flow positive? All those things that matter too. And you can't see it on somebody else's scoreboard, but you know it for yours. And I know for a fact, you may be listening to this. You work harder than most trainers, most sports instruction coaches, and you probably don't do as well. And sometimes I'm realizing that's <laughs> in large part because of our strategy. And I'm talking about myself too learning how to be smarter, learning how to leverage the hard work that we put in and work hard at working smart so that we can get the most out of our resources. And we don't always do that. I think we get stuck in this mindset that is good for us. We we enjoyed it at one point in time, but when it's time to grow, it's like we think the same way and it just doesn't work. And we don't realize it while we're in the weeds, in the trenches, but we do when we talk about it like on podcasts like this. So one new direction that that has led me is expanding past beyond or expanding beyond basketball trainers with this uh, endeavor for Hoops Institute. And it's not just, uh, you know, basketball trainers that need great websites, conversations platform that organizes and consolidates your different means of communication, email marketing, all those things that we probably pay different software companies to do. Or we just don't pay for it at all because we don't think it's important or we're not at that point yet. But, you know, basketball trainers, no no disrespect, we sometimes are very skeptical. We have to do a lot of homework before we purchase. We are only price buyers, so there's very little price and not any elasticity or price elasticity. Meaning, if you go up too high, we're not going to pay for it. You know, we'll accept $75 per hour, but we won't pay $75 per month for a service that gives a lot. And again, no shade, but you know, for uh, the, the goals that I'm sure you have, that we have, sometimes we may have to think outside of the basketball training box. We have to expand beyond basketball training. And it's not comfortable to talk about all the time, but it's a reality and it's something that I'm facing right now after talking to our financial planner and seeing, you know what, this vehicle for the goals you have, this vehicle can get you close to it but it may not be the vehicle that actually gets you to what you want. And it might be the same for you too. So thinking about other things outside of basketball training, which is great because with basketball training, yeah, we do have some admin work. We do have some things that we need to do during the day, but 
really, really, if we cut it down to what's really important, we really work for like four hours a day in terms of on the court, what we need to do. We may watch film. We may do other things as well. But our work really is four hours a day. And, of course, again, let's say eight, eight hours a day. That's, that's a lot, right? But I'm sure you guys probably work longer hours than that if you're in the trenches really doing this like I think you are. All that being said, you know, working harder may not always be the, the answer. And I'm, I'm realizing that more and more. Working hard is going to always be the constant. But working smart is something that I think we have the most uh, capacity to improve in the most leverage so hopefully this is a a incentive for you for us for me to start working smarter and consider what that looks like for us it looks like expanding beyond serving basketball trainers for hoops institute maybe we need to change the the name of the business but that'll be later but we're going to start branching into other sports instructors and you know you'll you'll hear me say sports instruction coaches more often for that potential progressive rebrand just so we can have more uh, a broader pool of of sports coaches to serve and really get results for so um, those are our thoughts those are my thoughts as far as the basketball training piece goes we're right now just in a, a, a mode of training learning so when it is time to get to the busy season then all the teammates are ready to go they've been trained for battle we are operating smoothly so we can just increase our capacity to serve more people. So, yeah, we're still prospecting. Yeah, we're still trying to get more people involved and signed up. But right now we're heavy into training, making sure that when it is game time, when people are finished with their AAU teams, they get their schedules, they have their tournaments and their their school is out, all those things, we can increase our capacity and we can handle more because we've trained for it. So. Uh, that's the thesis, the theme right now, and I uh, hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you're ready for a productive uh, off-season, which there really is no off-season anymore these days, but hope everything's going well. If you have a question, comments, thoughts, always reach out to me, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one. I was interviewing John Hansberry this morning at 6 a.m. First 6 a.m. interview ever, but it was a great interview. He uh, has a pretty interesting story. Basketball trainer, 23 years old, lives in Florida, uh, really good area, Florida and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, full-time teacher and honestly, really, really solid following, man. An interesting guy. You will like that interview. But one thing that he said that got me thinking, man, was uh, word of mouth marketing is where it's at. Like we all want to help and serve more people and get as many customers as possible. Like, let's be real. But sometimes we don't know how to do that. We post on social media. And like he said, he posted for two years straight. Well, at least one time a day and got nowhere. Really didn't have any, like a, more than 10,000 followers. But all of a sudden he gets to 83,000 followers. And I say all of a sudden, of course, there was a process. But he got the 83,000 followers after those two years. And he got past the uh, the tipping point or the the, potential, the latent potential or whatever you guys want to call it. But he got past that that threshold and now he's got a really really good following and i 
you know, he, he had a good strategy in terms of uh, how social media specifically has helped him grow his business and at least get, you know, one to two new DMs every single week by by doing this, something you probably have done or do right now. But it's it's a simple way to increase word of mouth marketing. And it's simple as having a story, uh, posting that story on Instagram, maybe Facebook, specifically Instagram, because uh, no offense to parents. I'm not sure that parents know how to really maximize the use of stories or share a story or even post stories, honestly. But you go on Instagram, you post a story of an athlete, you tag them and they tag their friends. Simple as that, you know. And he said that's worked very well because it increases his reach, his visibility, and it's a way to increase word of mouth marketing, which, I mean, if you do the the numbers, the data, I'm sure that we get most of our customers from word of mouth. So that's a way to add some fuel to the fire with the word of mouth, I would say, is by uh, doing what JQ basketball training suggested. So hopefully that helps you guys out with that in mind and uh yeah we can throw some advertising on there but if you don't have money for advertising that is a great way to do it so hopefully that helps you guys out and make sure you look at those numbers for finance friday not much